郭吉后庭，郭吉为此的 pavilion。Hello, children. Do you remember the book? 弟子规 the guidelines for being a good person. In the book, there's a maxim about trustworthiness, and it goes, "Whenever we speak, trustworthiness comes first." Today, I'm going to tell you a story about a government official in Chinese history. This official set an excellent example of probity, trustworthiness. And rightness, and it earned him a high position in government. He was appointed to govern several regions in China, and was deeply loved by his people. What you hear is a story about him keeping a promise with the children, and he was Guo Ji. Over two thousand years ago. Guo Ji was born into a good family in Maoling, Shanxi Province, North China. His father was a high-ranking government official of great integrity. Influenced by his father's excellent role model, ever since he was a child, Guo Ji had had a noble aspiration, which was to bring peace and happiness to the people. During the reign of Emperor Guangwudi of the Han Dynasty, he was appointed to govern several regions. When Guo Ji was appointed to be the Grand Administrator of Yuyang, there were lots of robbers and thieves in the region. To tackle the problem, he fairly rewarded those who made positive contributions to the region, and punished those. Who committed wrongdoings, especially the ring leaders who undermined the well-being and happiness of the people. Gradually, the robbers and thieves disappeared. He also led a local troop to defend against the Huns' invasion to China's borders in the north. As a result, the region was in good order, and the people were able to live in peace. Within five years of his being in office, the population of Yuyang had significantly increased. Four years later, another region, Yingchuan, was also plagued with thieves and robbers. Due to his success in governing Yuyang, Emperor Guangwudi appointed Guo Ji to be the Grand Administrator of Yingchuan. With much patience, love, and respect, he told the thieves and the robbers all about virtue, trustworthiness, and rightness, and forgave what they did in the past. Then he helped them return to their hometowns, and found them farming jobs. Because of his wisdom and his sincere love and respect for bandits. Hundreds of bandits in the area submitted to him. Later, 
Bandits in other regions heard about his wisdom, virtue, and kindness. They truly admired him, and travelled hundreds of miles to submit to him and seek help. Emperor Guangwudi heard about it, and praised Guo Ji as Xian Neng Tai Shou, the Grand Administrator of Virtue and Talent. A few years later, Guo Ji was appointed to be the Grand Administrator of another region, Bingzhou. He travelled across Bingzhou with a few retinues to inspect the state of the region. One day. They arrived at a county called Beiji. When they were about to enter its border, they saw a few hundreds of children waiting in the distance. Each of them was riding a bamboo stick as a horse. They had been waiting for Guo Ji for half a day. When the children saw Guo Ji, they respectfully bowed to him and his men. Guo Ji asked them, "Children, where did you come from? Why are you here?" The lead child replied, "Yesterday, our parents told us you are coming today. We are really delighted, so we are here to welcome you." Other children echoed, "Yes, yes, sir." Together with the children, Guo Ji and his men. Enter the town gate. A few weeks later, Guo Ji completed what he needed to do in the town, and had to go to another place. On the day of his departure, the children came again, and saw him off at the town gate. They asked him, "When will you come back?" Guo Ji gave some thought. And told them the exact date on which he would return. The children were very happy, and promised that they would once again welcome him outside the town gate. Everything went smoothly. Guo Ji and his men finished what they planned to do a day earlier than the original schedule. When they were about to reach the town gate of Meiji. Guo Ji said to his men, "Here's a pavilion. Let's stay here tonight. We'll get into the town tomorrow morning." But it was late in autumn, and the night in the woods was very frosty. His adviser was puzzled, and asked him, "Sir, it's very cold out in the woods. It's better to return to the town early. It won't worth it if anyone catches cold." But Guo Ji replied, "A person of noble character does what they say, and their words are worth a thousand jewels of gold. How could one be untrustworthy?" In the following morning, the children were waiting on their bamboo horses in the outskirts of the town. In the distance, they saw the dust rising on the main road. And the sound of horses galloping was getting louder and louder. It was Guo Ji and his men. He kept his promise. The children cheered and rejoiced. Upon his retirement, Guo Ji returned to his hometown, 
He gave all the farmlands, houses, food, and the money that the emperor rewarded him to his immediate and extended families. Mencius said, "Honesty and trustworthiness is the law of nature. They are the two guiding principles that every human being should follow. There's never been a case in which others are not moved." By a person's utmost sincerity, it's without sincerity that a person cannot move others. Now, children, the word trustworthiness is often associated with sincerity and honesty, because Guo Ji was most sincere to everyone, because he meant what he said. And because he put his words into action, he was able to keep his promise to the children, and the bandits were willing to submit to him. He exemplified a trustful relationship between a government official and his people, and consequently, he brought harmony, peace, and prosperity to the regions he governed. So, what could we learn from him? Most importantly, we should put our words into action, and be a trustworthy person.